This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little crocodiles. It's me, Allison. This is the part two that you have been waiting for. It is the part two of the Paul F. Tompkins episode. Um, here it is. I love you. Here we go. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Okay, well, you know what, though? Here's something I would like to complain mm. about for just a minute. Not that this is about complaints. Okay. Or about me? I think it's been somewhat about you. No, I mean, this this isn't going to be about me. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I'm gonna, I would save that for another episode. <laughs> yeah, I wish this whole I thought you were suggesting I, – I, I thought – I was saying not that this show is about no. complaints and you were saying, or me. No. And I'm like – Okay, we can talk more about you. We will. No, what I was going to say is, what's up with <laughs> you? You hold on a second. You are going to a full blown what's up? With. <laughs> I know. Wow, I here it comes. It. All right, what's up with uh, everyone in this town needing to have a meeting with you in person when there's not going to be anything that comes out of the meeting? Yeah. And basically, I think it is. And I, I, I'm sorry to everyone that this might implicate. Uh, I feel like it's really just, will you drive across town to meet with me? How important is this opportunity that's dangling here yes. on a bubble? <sighs> I, it, I can't stop using it. <laughs> it's, it's Well, look, it's fun to say the word bubble. Oh, it really is. Yeah. It really is. Absolutely. Um, it's always like there's some potential opportunity somewhere. It's nothing concrete or specific. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, yeah, why don't we grab lunch sometime or why don't you – it's not usually not even lunch. It's usually why don't you come to my office and it's hugely inconvenient and nothing happens because of it. And yeah. it's not – this is not even a general meeting. This is like just something that's even more informal than that. Yeah. And I'm tired of it. That, that's – you know, if you don't live in Los Angeles, what you must know about it is it's a town where you have to drive everywhere. Yes. And if you're driving to something that you don't want to do – it seems like the worst burden in the mm, world. Mm-hmm. But if it's if you're meeting if you're meeting your friend for lunch in oh, then it's Culver fun. City yeah, or something, it's and fine. it's a long drive, but it's fine. But yeah, it is. It is that. I, I what I think it is is that we've become so used to uh, the the efficiency of a lot of the nonverbal communication mm-hmm. that is offered to us. Yes, that it does seem like. What? Why do I have to go there? So you're going to tell me one thing or tell me another thing. Right. Like that is an email, sir. Yes. That is very easily taken care of. Indeed. (laughs) I think it might be time for Topic Sombrero, the return of. You don't say. Mm -hmm. Now this is replacing Topic Double Boiler. Well – for the long-time listeners slash viewers, going back into when I had this show uh, on Ustream out of my living room, I did pull things out of a double boiler, mm-hmm. but it was a different kind of thing. At that right. point, it was called Fan Phone Call, and people would send in their numbers, and I would call one during the Fan Phone Call segment, mm-hmm. and that would be pulled out of a double boiler. Sure. Uh, one time, though, on a Cinco de Mayo-themed show, See? we put them in a sombrero. So it was like foreshadowing. But this isn't numbers. Anyway... Just, just keep your pants on because it's going to get know very what? exciting. What? Cinco is a number. So I feel like it all ties together. See. Si. Okay. It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the topic. All right. Still holds up. It sure does. We have received an email. Uh, I'm a 26-year-old engineer who, like many engineers, spent a lot of time in my formative years learning about math and books and stuff and maybe not that much about being a human being and coping with feelings. (laughs) Wow. I really appreciate the wisdom and perspective you're able to share with relationships navigating the real world, etc. 
Uh, so I dated this girl for two and a half years in college. She was the first and only person I ever dated. I've always been really gun shy with approaching women to ask them out. I was, uh, only kind of interested in her, but she was pretty interested in me and asked me out. It was the first sexual relationship for either of us. Anyway, eventually I realized I just didn't get along with her that well. I broke up with her maybe a year after I knew I should break up with her. I didn't want to hurt her feelings, which caused me to put off doing it. In retrospect, I regret not doing it sooner because that really wasn't very fair to her to string her along like that. Post-breakup, we continued sleeping with one another, which also wasn't healthy. That, uh, that went on for four years, i.e. we were ex-sexing for almost twice as long as we dated, until this August. Even after we moved away from college, we'd hook up every time we were in the same city. It felt good to know that someone still wanted me and I could please them and it was comfortable uh, seeing as how we had experience with one another and neither of us had slept with anyone else. Long story short, she flew into town on a layover last night and I was excited for what usually happened. But then she told me that she's been seeing a guy for about a month so the sex thing was over. I felt like she had broken up with me. I am having a hard time processing this. I know that I broke up with her and that this was going to happen sooner or later and that I have no claim on her but I still feel kind of jealous and heartbroken and empty and alone. Uh, I think one of the main things is that after four plus years being single, I haven't dated or even kissed anyone else. And now the only person who's ever expressed romantic interest in me and the only girl I've slept with has finally moved on. I'm scared that I won't ever find another special someone. I'm 26 and I'm feeling behind. Like I should have already dated several women, so I know what I'm looking for in Mrs. Wright. And then uh, he emailed a, like a PS. Oh, I almost forgot. I work at a company that's pretty much all men. Engineering, sigh. I don't know where to meet women to date. I am concerned that I shot myself in the foot by leaving college without a significant other. Almost all of my friends who are dating slash married met their partners in college. Um, wow, that is uh, very sad. The situation is not very sad, but uh, you, to me, you saying that you feel jealous and heartbroken and empty and alone is sad. Mm-hmm. And yet I totally yeah. relate to all those feelings. Um, I, th- I have a lot of things to say, and I want to hear what Paul has to say, but I do want to just point out that look at all those old people who uh, maybe lose a spouse and then they think they'll never love again or they say they never will, and then they find someone and then they find happiness. It's at any age, uh, and it, no matter what's going on in your life, you can find love. And I think that people who I think that it's almost like at a certain point you're just you're I'm not saying this about the writer of the email, but it's almost like you have to decide I want to stay single and then you can and and you can stay single that way. But I think uh, I think the opportunity to find someone does come into your life repeatedly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's it really is a matter of perspective. Uh, I had a terrible dating history. It was I, uh, quite simply, I, it was always the wrong person, you know. Mm-hmm. It, and I was always getting into relationships for the wrong reasons. And and you know, you know, years after a relationship would end, I would think, oh my, why? I can't believe I was with that person because I was with a new. I was you know head over heels for some new person that I really should not have been with, and it was just always, always, always the wrong person. And what changed for me was. Um, Kind of think, kind of trying to figure out. Okay, well, why am I doing that? You know, what is it with me? And just sorting stuff out uh, on my own. I started going to therapy, and like that helped me figure out a lot of stuff. I was really afraid to go to therapy because I hadn't done it before. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, it was it was great. It's 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 not about you know figuring out the per- you know it's not about like all about blaming your parents or you know it's not about uh, having a weird recovered memory <laughs> you know it's just like here's the here's the patterns that i have fallen into and here's where they come from and now that i'm aware of it that means i don't have to do it anymore right you it know? can point out stuff that you on your own just might not be seeing yeah but honestly what the way i met my wife was uh i i met her through mutual friends and i was open to having a relationship with her uh because I was okay with myself finally, you know, and I liked myself enough and um, and I was also okay with being on my own. That's the biggest – I think that's the biggest thing is you have to you have to spend some time by yourself and be okay with that. That will enable you to see the world in a different way because if you're always – because I was one of those dudes that was always like, if, if she would only love me, then everything mm-hmm. would be perfect, you know, and it was, it was just like – Pine away for this person until this other wrong choice came along. And then I forgot all about that other person. Mm-hmm. I was just living that way for way too long. And it really, 
I had to get to a point where I was like, okay, what's it like to just be by myself and live life and, you know, um, and just do things that uh, uh, that are interesting to me and have nothing to do with another person? Um, and what do I like to do? And where, you know, who, who really, who am I? And, and uh, you know, do I like that person? And is there, is there stuff I want to change? Or, you know, um, that that that's the beginning of being able to be with another person in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Like Julia Roberts in Runaway Bride. Like she didn't know how she liked her eggs. I just kind of – I did kind of rip off that whole story. Yeah. I hated that movie. I have not seen that movie. Don't see it. I will not see that Don't movie. Don't see it. Christopher Maloney's in it and I like him. <laughs> the rest of it. Piece of shit. Um, what does he play? What does Christopher Maloney play in it? I don't remember. I'm trying to picture what would he be in a Julia Roberts romantic comedy. I think he's one of the guys that she dates or dated. Okay. But, or he's a coach. I think he says be the ball and I thought that was funny. I don't know. My hatred of the movie is, is even – is preventing my even remembering exactly what Christopher Maloney did or was in that movie. Um, my story is uh, very similar to yours, Paul, in that I was always dating the wrong person and uh, – It's very kind of, easy to do. You, yeah, used, used relationships like a drug yeah. in that, oh, I'm sad. I just got to find a new one. Yeah. And there was always someone I was thinking about if I wasn't actually dating them. And yeah, I – and then um, I was single – for like, I just gave up. I'm just like, nothing I'm doing is working, mm-hmm. so goodbye, world of men. Uh, and I was single for about four years. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even want to get into another relationship. Um, but then I met the guy that I'm with now, and we were friends first. And then, you know, and, but it was different than anything I'd ever been in before. Yeah. When you met your wife, was it diff- was, did it feel different? We, our story is we met first. Um, we went on a date uh, – Soon after, it was not a good time for her because she was sort of seeing this other guy and then it got a little more serious with that guy. So uh, she kind of broke it off with me before it got started. Um, then we reentered each other's lives a year later. And at that point, it wasn't a good time for me because I was on this thing where I was like, I'm going <laughs> to – I'm going to play the field because I never have. So I'm going to like – I'm going to try dating. Well, you you can't really do that in your 30s. Mm-hmm. You can't like date multiple people because people take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> because I was dating women um, that were about the same age and they're like, uh, no, I don't <laughs> – I'm not into that. Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing – are we heading towards a relationship or no? It's like, man, I'm just not into that right now. So um, I – so that wasn't a good time for me. Then the following year, we ended up spending a bunch of time together – uh, just hanging out and ju- and got to know each other as people, and that was it. That's when I realized was, what was the was the pretense that it was friendship. Like you guys were not that's a pretense. Yeah, but I mean, it, you just started it, spending time together. We as just friends. ended up spending time together and um, and hanging out. We were doing it more and more because we liked each other's company. And then I like the more time I spent with her and got to know her, mm-hmm. like who she was as a person. Because now I was looking at her. In a different way than I was, you know, the, the year before, the year before that, I was looking at her as a human being, and like, um, you know, I really like this person a lot, you know, and and that was it. Like, and then I just fell in love with her, you know, and um, and then we started dating after that. Mm-hmm. And before, when you were dating the wrong kind of women, um, what kind of women were they, and what in what way it, was it wrong? It was people who were. Uh, that on some level I knew it wasn't going to last. And the idea, the psychological idea, if you will, was that if I can make this person love me and stick around, then that means I'm worth being loved. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, no. So with each uh, failed relationship uh, or each failed crush, it was just the proof, you know, like, yeah, you're not worthy of being loved. You know, you're kind of uh, you're kind of a worthless human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that was the story that I was, you know, emotionally telling myself. And um, and, yeah, it took me a while to uh, to to turn that around and realize, like, no, it turns out I'm just a person <laughs> and I'm, I'm allowed. I'm allowed to be loved. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. And I think also part of being able to have healthy relationships and date in a way that it's not constantly devastating. Although dating is, can just be painful, even if you're super healthy, I think, but Mm -hmm. is arriving at the realization that my happiness 
cannot depend on someone else. Yeah. Like you can enjoy spending time with someone, obviously, and being in love feels wonderful, but you you have to be in control of yourself and your emotions and your yeah. mood and all of that comes from inside, not yeah. from someone else. Or it, else you're just like a dependent um, blob. Yeah. It's so – yeah. And you know what? I don't think that's too harsh to say. These people are dependent blobs. These blobs. Um, I I realize like my relationship with my wife is uh, this thing that I didn't know – I never imagined was possible where we are two separate people and we support each other in this relationship. Um, we like being around each other. Uh, we we like spending time together. We uh, help each other out when we need it. We tolerate each other when somebody's in a bad mood, you know. And that's what it is. It's not about um, my uh, my day is determined by uh, how happy or unhappy she is with me mm-hmm. every day. Um, her day is not determined by um, you know if I'm in a good mood or not. You know, it's 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 we're aware that we are um, separate individuals acting as a team. You know, and it's it's really when you boil it down, that's the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Is that you're you're people that have come together. Um, and say, you know, I I want to I want to be with you, and I want to be on your side, and I want you to be on my side. But we're still like our own people, and that's that's what makes it good, you know. That we're not all living for, we're not both living for one person um, mm-hmm. to make that one person feel okay, and we're not, and it's not all about our relationship either, you know. It's like it, that allows us to 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 live our lives and not feel um, that there's nobody. Uh, on our side, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. but really, you got to be okay with yourself first, you know. Right. Well, that's like the perspective you're talking about. Like, I didn't think. I wondered how will I ever be able to date someone or be in a relationship with them and not be nervous and worried all the time? And because that's how I always was in the past, you yeah. know. Like, if, like in the relationship, not yeah. just the oh yeah, 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 dating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I well, I mean, all the relationships I had back then were just you know just long versions of what it was like when I was dating them and it was in you know just very up and down and uh they, they weren't like great these great healthy relationships or anything mm. um that's probably obvious from what I'm saying uh but <laughs> bears repeating yeah no but I mean I just like the minute I liked someone then it became about managing how they feel about me and yeah. oh well I didn't he- I mean, God, I, I would have not wanted to be with me for sure. <laughs> right. Just because like, oh, I didn't hear from him. What does that mean? What is every, what is, like analyzing everything. I was everything. like that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because that's, that's crazy. Like yeah. that's, it doesn't give you any information. Well, yeah. I think the thing is like all of that analysis of, well, then he said this and then did this and what does that mean? It's like in your gut, you probably already know the answer to whatever it is your brain is trying to figure out, which yeah. is like, this relationship is probably not working. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you're trying to pretend you don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's weird the, the amount of stuff that we will ignore, you know, yeah. in order just to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for the email writer, though, I think that it makes sense that it would be hitting him this hard because even though you guys, you know, only you, – so you went out for two and a half years, but you've been sleeping together now uh, for what, the last four, four years? Yeah. Let's see. This went on for four years. Well, so so that would mean like six and a half years altogether if I'm doing the math right. Um, so basically, your body has been and your emotions have been uh, acting as if you've been in a relationship for this long. So essentially, it's like a six and a half year relationship that's breaking up. Yeah. And it makes sense that you would suddenly feel like, oh, what the hell am I going to do? And just even though you broke up with her, no re- any rejection – Reminds you of all other rejections in life and sucks, Mm -hmm. but you will get over it. Um, And the idea that you should have met the right person for you in college, uh, I say that's not true because I know plenty of people. I I certainly didn't find the right person for me in college. uh, And and I don't think that a window closes at that point. So if I had gotten married around the time I was in college, I cannot imagine how many times I would be divorced by now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. There are certain people, and I marvel at them, who meet their you know, soulmate, so to speak, in high school or whatever, and then they're I still with them. my mind, yeah. I'm not at all who I was then. Yeah. 
And uh, you're welcome, world. You know what? I also, <laughs> I also know people. A lot of people that have that story, uh, they spend a period apart. Yeah. You know, and it, some sometimes people will tell you that, and sometimes people won't. Like right. sometimes people say, "We were high school sweethearts, and now here we are today." And sometimes people say, "Oh yeah, there was like a five year period where we." could not stand each other and we avoided each other or, yeah. you know, just fell out of each other's lives and we came back together at whatever period because they were different people, you know? And, and it is, it is that th- there, there's, when you think about the idea of I should have met that right person at this period, it's your life is not the same as other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Your life is your own and your, your, you know, for, I don't, for lack of a better term, your journey is your own and you get there when you get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I learned to drive a car um, two years ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it was a terrifying thing. But uh, I did it. You know, I finally got to a point where I was like, I'm ready to do this. And I'm I'm always very tempted to beat myself up for not doing it sooner because it was miserable yeah, how living did you here get around it was it was you. the worst well sometimes sometimes friends would give me rides but i took cabs a lot you know it it was and it was it just always felt humiliating how many times a day did you answer the question why you don't drive oh i would i would hide it oh really i would hide it from people wow so it wouldn't come up as often as you would think but when it did come up it was so embarrassing you know it was like being a functional illiterate mm-hmm. somebody's like well you don't know what that sign says yeah you're just pretending <laughs> like you can't you're, you don't know where you are yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly but i but i whenever i'm tempted to give myself a hard time about it i always get to a to a place of saying yeah but you you just couldn't do it before you know and it's the same thing with with relationships like i wish i'd had a healthier I wish I, I wish I could have had a healthy relationship years ago. You know, I wish I could be enjoying the life that I'm enjoying before. I wish, uh, you know, career stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I wish that I had not, uh, you know, not gone on that audition because I was too afraid. You know, it's like I didn't know any better at the time. You know, you get there when you get there. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't put a clock on it because that just makes things worse. If you're constantly going to be saying I screwed up and I should be somewhere else now. Well, that's not helping anything, right? You know, right? But but I'll tell you what: if you are going to start with that and say I, I should be in this place by now, re- rephrase that and say I wish that I were in a happier place right now, and then say, okay, well, how do I get to that? You mm-hmm. know, but there's no point, no point in saying I should be, <laughs> I should be a different person right now than I am, right? Right. And also to the email or emailer, email writer, um, it, it, I know this is going to be a tough one to swallow, but in a way she's giving you a gift, which is not keeping you in yeah. this thing, which is less than a relationship, but much more than a friendship and yeah. which was preventing you from uh, meeting other people and, you know, getting on with that whole thing. So I would try to see it that way a little bit. Um, there was a reason you guys broke up. It, it obviously wasn't working as, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. So, um, OK, well, so he's only slept with one person, though. He's 26. What would be your advice to him, Paul? Should he go out and uh... get excited about sleeping with a second person because <laughs> it's great. So he should just start with <laughs> just do one at a time as opposed to like I want to sleep with like hundreds of women. <laughs> well, I mean, if if. If you're able to swing sleeping with hundreds of women <laughs> right now, I mean, you know, he's a young guy. I, just, I actually would like to just go on record as saying I don't think that hundreds of women is healthy. That no, seems that's, excessive. That seems excessive. And dangerous, actually, yeah. yeah. There should be a, signa- a sniglet for that. Right. Um, I, I think that uh, uh, I, I don't think you should – I don't think, you know, you should approach it as I have to find that one person, mm-hmm. you know. I think I think you you have time, like yeah. date, you know, yeah. and yeah. meet people and see what they're like. Right. And if you don't like it, then don't go out with them again. From you where know? we're sitting, actually, twenty six sounds young. Because it is. It is. It is. Yeah, that's right. And as much as they have moved the uh, uh, the chains on uh, uh, what young is considered these days, mm-hmm. like it seems to get um, like uh, older and older. You're still allowed to call yourself. Young, yeah, you know, um, twenty six is young. You yes. are you are at the beginning of everything, and it's great. Like, there's so much great stuff that's coming, and it's like, enjoy. You should be. You should enjoy it. You mm-hmm. know, you should. And if you're not enjoying it, you know, figure out a way to enjoy it. Figure out what you know. 
figure out a way to just enjoy life because life is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're open to therapy and you think you might benefit from it, I recommend it. Yeah. And it sounds like Paul does too. I do too. Are you still in therapy? Yeah. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. I don't, I don't necessarily go every single week, mm-hmm. but I try to go as often as I can um, and make it a regular thing because it really – it still helps. You know, It still helps. Sometimes you have you – because know, life changes and things ebb and flow and you know, like my, my, both my parents have passed away and I had a friend die recently and it's like all the stuff is um, – it helps to talk to somebody who's mm-hmm. skilled at – you know, saying stuff to you that is going to be useful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, uh, for people who aren't skilled at saying stuff. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. All right. Here's a comment I received. I know you will delete this because you are thin-skinned and have daddy <laughs> and have daddy issues. <laughs> wow, wasting no time. I know. Because you know how people with daddy issues delete comments however it's classic daddy issue behavior i know your liberal bs is hilarious <laughs> and not how like you intended it perhaps if you lived in more places than just la and new york you would realize there is a whole big world out there my guess is you are too scared to explore it pathetic at your age 37 right um that's right and uh thank you for the tip i will go explore the world and try to be more Republican. Also, please go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. But I love the notion, and I believe this is a notion held by some people, mm-hmm. that the coasts mm-hmm. skew your pers- pers- uh, your perspective or Absolutely. skew your perception yeah. of the world. Yeah. Is that true? I, I, I don't, I think when we're talking about Ideals, which I think people like this always are, mm-hmm. and values, for lack of a better yes. term. Um, I don't think that if you if you moved to um, a state in the middle of the country, if I live in Georgia. I have a feeling yeah. I'm still going to believe exactly what I believe now. I think so too. Yeah. Plus, I have traveled around this yeah. great country of ours. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm down with American exceptionalism. Yeah. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> <gasps> I had to get that one. That one was more genuine. Yeah. 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 And, and angrier too. I love the idea, though, that you have to you have to go someplace else in order to understand right. this perspective. Right. Because I'm just steeped in. I don't know what. Like I'm actually surrounded by people who don't share my views. So um, no, the liberal, I'm confused. The liberal BS. It's it it doesn't it it's liberal BS, but it doesn't come off the way you intended to come off. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, and Natch. not like how you intended it. Meaning, because I'm in the funny business, I assume I everything I do is funny. I'm thinking that's what he means. I'm thinking he means it's hilarious and not in a comedian way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. All right. I love when if I post anything political, which I don't do often, but every once in a while, like marriage equality is a big issue for me. My uh, my brother is gay. I have a cousin who's gay. There's a lot of gay people in my life, and it doesn't make sense to me that that's not just a thing that we all accept as normal. Right. Um, so every once in a while, I'll, I'll post something about that, and somebody will tell me uh, on Twitter, you know, to uh, to stick to the jokes <laughs> and uh. what. I would say that my credentials as uh, as someone who's qualified to talk about uh, anything that's not a joke is that I am a United States citizen and a voter. Mm. So I've just I, I am just as as uh, qualified as anybody right. else to talk about this stuff. But also, uh, I'm assuming you're telling me that you've never tried to be funny on Twitter, <laughs> right? Because I would why say don't you stick to the insults. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you let people? Why don't you let the funny people handle it? Right. Um, my if I may say, uh, please go fuck yourself to oh, someone. Oh, this please. is not this is not to one specific person. This is a blanket go fuck yourself to people who are want to critique uh, typos mm. in tweets. Now look, once upon a time, I thought this was very funny to do, and I would do this to friends of mine. And then after a while, I realized um, it's a thing that happens to everyone. It happens to me often. Sometimes uh, you're typing on your phone and uh, you're going to get a letter in there you didn't intend mm-hmm. or autocorrect will sneak one past you. You didn't realize <laughs> it. Um, let's all get past it because mm-hmm. it's a thing that happens. And you know what I meant. So knock it off. 
And while you're knocking it off, here's another activity I would suggest to you. Go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. That's right. Now, do you do the thing, though, where you will erase your tweet or delete it and then If I catch it, it at first, yes. If I catch it at first... And then that's the worst is when people are like, oh, I saw you made a mistake earlier. It's like, really? You saw I made a mistake earlier that I immediately fixed? Right. What is the point of that? What is the point of that should also be a segment. And that is generally how I feel about so many replies that I get on yes. Twitter. Although I love all of my followers. Please. Yes. Just keep on keeping on. Um, but the, the handful. <laughs> yeah. But the handful, if you have giant hands, of responses where I'm just like, why? Yeah. People that want to explain jokes or they want to give you the the historical facts behind a dumb joke that you made. Or they just want to ask you something that's like, you could just Google that. Exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm trying to think of other things that I find super annoying. But then again, like... I don't know. So much of so so much of what happens on Twitter, I I immensely enjoy. Absolutely. I just find the jerks Absolutely. to be super irritating. Yes, it is. It is a difficult thing sometimes to take to take a step back and remember. Oh, that's right. The name of this dumb thing is Twitter. <laughs> like, how mad can I get about anything that happens on here? I remember when I thought the name Twitter was the stupidest thing ever, and I oh, particularly absolutely. thought tweet sounded stupid. Oh, guess what? It was, and it does. I know, but it, yeah. I, I'm not... You're used to it. Yeah. You're used to it. Exactly. The worst thing is when I hear... These things are named so stupidly, but then they become important, and it, the worst is when you hear like a, a an elected official saying... Well, we understand from some uh, tweets that um, <laughs> the situation in Iran is very dire. It's like, oh, you had to say tweets. Yeah. Well, the president, when he gave that, that speech about – when he was running for office and he had to give that speech about Jeremiah Wright. And it was like this great speech about race relations in the United States and uh, contains the term YouTube. Like <laughs> yeah. that's – I think anything he even says YouTubes, which is even worse. Right. Yeah. Maybe we should change the names. Lobby them to change the names. Something more dignified. Exactly. Um, I think we have time uh, for some Just Me Everyone's. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Chris K. 99 says, sometimes I wonder if someone has snuck in and hidden a body in the room's areas <laughs> of the house I rarely go into. What? Um, I don't... Worry. I mean, I, I do the wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, snuck in and hidden a body. The rooms of the house are really going to. So, like, you let's say there's there's a you have an attic. Okay. And you don't go in that attic that much. Right. So this guy's saying he comes home. He's like, ah, I haven't been in the attic since we we <laughs> took the Christmas decorations down. Did somebody sneak in here and put a body in there? <laughs> That's what he's suggesting. Okay. He wor- he wonders, but he doesn't wor- worry. He just wonders. <laughs> He's just wondering. Yeah, just musing about it. <laughs> um, I mean, I have the thing where I think, oh God, is there someone in the house? If I hear something, or you mm-hmm. know, just general fears. But I never worry that someone snuck a body in. Right now, I will. What about you guys? <laughs> do you absorb things like that? Not actually. This one, no. But sometimes I do. Okay. Yeah. I never All worry right. that anyone snuck anything into my house. That's that doesn't make sense to me. I, I've not had that concern either. <laughs> I, I've never – maybe one time I had that weird feeling of is somebody in here, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I get that sometimes. Or yeah. I'll get home and, and like but a notice, living person. <laughs> notice something's amiss and grab something and go bounce through all two rooms of my apartment to make sure right. there's no one there. But What do you grab? I have a golf club <laughs> that I keep Smart. by the door. Yeah. Honorable. Which I feel is just going to do a lot of damage to my place if I wrap to use it. <laughs> but whatever. It's going to do some damage to them too. So watch out, motherfucker. That's right. Do you like the golf club because it allows you some distance? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And you can use it in multiple ways. You can swing it or you can poke it. You can... True. It's true. I just gesticulated. What, what iron? What iron? Uh, it's a wedge. Sure. 56. You know, you, you, get a, you get a bigger piece of the head. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what the rappers use. Oh sure. Um, do you have some kind of uh, weapon that you grab? No, when, but I, when I, patrolling your house in the morning while your wife sleeps, I think I think about it <laughs> when I'm on patrol. <laughs> I th- I that's the thing that I forget about, and then every once in a while I'm kind of reminded of it, 
and then I think, oh, we got to have a thing. We got to have a thing for under the bed for mm-hmm. – because I travel a lot, you know, and I think about my wife there. And um, I, I – she locks the – she locks every door <laughs> that can be locked. But I, uh, but I do feel like oh, I wish she had like a some sort of club or something. Yeah. You know what I walk around with in the middle of the night? What's that? My phone. <laughs> if I'm going from one room to the next at night and it's dark, I have my phone and I hold it like a little light. I need some kind of combo phone baseball bat. You could put get a baseball bat and put a holster for it on your phone. Yes. That would be like, you know, when you see <laughs> a giant in, phone. When you see in cop movies and they have the flashlight on their gun, you know? Do they they do? Yeah, you never seen that? I'm sure I have. Sometimes there'll be blank. there'll be rifles that have a light on them. Oh, Sometimes yeah, okay. a cop will have like their little cop flashlight, like one of those mini ones. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll have it, you know, that and their gun at the same time. Right. Yes. That's what I need. You need one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, also night vision goggles. Yes. Not with the light. Not with the light. Oh right. my God! Don't use them in conjunction with each other. That could. Uh, well, you'll you blind shoot yourself. yourself. <laughs> you could also shoot <gasps> yourself. This seems like a bad idea all around. Demon McLeod says, "I pick up other people's dog poop when walking my dog, so people won't think I'm rude." Uh, we recently had someone write in and say they pick up other people's trash on their way to the trash can. Uh, I don't have a dog, although I wish I had one. Um, so I don't do that. And I don't think I would because in the same way that other people's poop is more disgusting than yours, other people's dog poop would be more disgusting than your dog's. Oh, I, this is one of the primary reasons I don't have a dog at all mm-hmm. is you're telling me I have to do this all the time, right. multiple times a day? No. So, <laughs> But I get – I feel like – I wonder if this is one of those things that happened to this person once where they walked past – and some dog shit. Them. Yeah, and somebody's like, hey, you don't pick up after your dog? Oh, right. And then, of course, like, it sounds like such a lie to say, no, it's not my, that's some yeah. other dog's shit. Like, oh, sure it is. Yeah. I have a chihuahua. That's great Dane crap. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you don't have a dog No, either. I don't have a dog. Yeah, but now here's something I thought of. Why can't dogs be toilet trained? I mean, really. Apparently you can do that with your cat if right. the Sky Mall catalog is to be believed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if dogs... Because uh, maybe because dogs drink out of the toilet and they're like, oh, that would just be too weird for me, even though I'll eat <laughs> their dog's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I can't explain all the dog rules to you. You should just be <laughs> excited. I'm a talking dog. <laughs> Rebecca Britton, is it just me or does everyone have to shake the milk container before opening it? Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. That feels like a muscle memory thing to me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't drink milk anymore. I'm not a baby. Um, but I feel like that was a thing. Like, I sort of remember doing that. Yeah. Why is that done? Is that to see if it's, if it's turned into yogurt? Uh, <laughs> see if it's side turned- note, I was pouring some creamer into my coffee. I don't normally use – usually I use milk, not creamer. But I was pouring a little bit in and it kind of like glopped in there. And Oof. I thought, that's weird. Oof. And then I did this thing, which is stupid, which is where I poured a little in a spoon and then tasted it. And I went – I thought, it tastes yogurty. And then – I decided, you know what, though? I'm still going to drink the coffee. Two sips in. I thought, what the hell am I doing? I'm worth That's more than you. this. This yeah. is just you. But it wasn't rotten milk because it was like some kind of soy creamer or something. So it, it like I would not be that uh, cavalier with rotten milk, nor would I actually ha- swallow rotten yogurty tasting milk. You're not from the movie Alien Nation where the aliens drank sour milk You're right. to get drunk. I'm not. <laughs> You're no Mandy Patinkin. No. Holla. <laughs> Only a few people are going to get that, I think. Um, but anyway. Uh, did you smell it before you tasted it? I did, and I couldn't smell anything off about it. It was really, the whole time I thought, this is so stupid. This is really stupid. This is really stupid that I'm. Why take the do- chance? Yeah. Uh, anyway, though. Can you not drink black coffee? I prefer not to. Is that how you drink it? I drink black coffee. Yeah. Do you like that? I do. Have you had to convince yourself you like that or did it from the beginning? No, from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. I like black coffee. No. I, I like, like the... it very milky and sweet. There you go. To each his yeah. own. I know. I use artificial sweetener, though. Not actual sugar. I think I like the taste of artificial sweetener better. So, Ned, you don't use, like, almond milk or soy milk or any of the faux milks? No. No. Just not, no. Now, are you no dairy or just not milk? I'm not no dairy. I just don't drink milk. Right. Yeah. Okay. Gary? I know, even since I was a kid, I did not like it. Hmm. Shake the milk? Ugh. But uh, no. Ugh. I Orange juice and stuff... But for some reason, I don't shake milk. I don't know why. 
I don't really think you need to. I don't. Yeah, no. it doesn't feel like it needs to be mixed. It doesn't feel like anything's settling. <laughs> right. It's, it's, orange juice it's its or, own thing. Yeah. Yeah, no. Wait, no, why do you no. shake orange juice? Do you like pulp in orange juice? Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's instinct. No, I don't like pulp in orange juice. Oh, I, buy n- I buy no pulp orange juice, That's and right. I still shake it. I don't know why. Yeah, we're not on a desert island. There's no reason to have orange juice pulp in our lives. Yeah, that's that's lame. Yeah. Now, is the pulp, some people, do they like it or is the idea that it's healthier in the way that it's like you should eat the crust, although that's bullshit? This is is a a bit of a final frontier for me is citrus fruit, just eating citrus fruit, which I've never enjoyed. Mm. And I'm making myself now eat oranges and – it's disgusting because the texture There's is so, all that rough white stuff. junk. Ah! What is that? It's like the texture reminds me of like Ridley Scott's Alien. <laughs> like it's just gross. It's yeah. got too many stringy things hanging off of it. Yeah, it's got weird things that aren't seeds, but they're like weird, just hard knobs or whatever. Right, like something in it. Rind. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's too much work. Yeah, I'm surprised you're sticking work. with. But you're now you like you peel a whole orange and Here's then eat why. little segments and yeah, I, I try will, to pretend I'll you're chop having it a, a good time. Chop it into segments and then tear it out of the uh, of the peel. Right. Um, and I do it. <laughs> I do it like it's a chore. I do it over the sink, throwing the peels into mm-hmm. the garbage can, into the into the garbage disposal as I go. I eat it as quickly as possible. And the reason I do it is because if I'm in a place where uh, there's uh, good food choices and bad food choices that's so i will be able to make a good food choice and not eat like if i'm on a set or something like waterboarding yourself with I'm, oranges yeah if i if i'm going to a waterboarding let's say yeah. and they say you can have a bunch of mini kit kats or some oranges i'll say i will have the oranges please before you put that hood on my head <laughs> but you don't like them no, like, but, is it working it, but it's a to better make thing. yourself like them. It is. It okay. is. It's it's working. It's working to make myself be okay with eating them. Where like I'll it, never be like, oh, oranges, let me at them. But I've been able to do. I've been able to do it with other thing where it's like, like green. I don't like green beans, but I can eat them mm-hmm. as a side. You know, if I'm at a restaurant or something like that, say so this would be the best possible thing, right. the healthiest possible thing for me to get that I would also enjoy. You know, is this thing with this thing? See, I just don't know if anyone. Uh, it's a noble effort. I don't know if mm. anyone is excited about oranges. Gary, some people do you know are. About, really? I swear Because Daniel and I were just talking about this. Oh, we were talking about... Some people seem to love them. We're talking about, let's say you're mind. hungry and all yeah. that's in your refrigerator is a pear or an apple or an orange. Mm-hmm. Which are you going to be most excited by? For me, apple. Yeah, I would go apple. He was trying to make the case for pear because he feels that pears have been grossly maligned on the Adam Carolla show. I agree <laughs> To a degree. But the thing with pears is like the first couple of bites can be okay, but then I'm just like, I'm tired of this mealy Exa- thing. Exactly. You know? And it, I don't like the shape. And then I, I was saying <laughs> to a friend because I recently had a pear for the first time probably in my life. I think as a kid it was wow. one of those things where I don't like pears and I'd never had it. Yeah. You know? But I've had pear things. Mm-hmm. And so and, – and like slices and desserts and things like that. You know, somebody makes some fancy cobbler shit. Right. I don't know. So I ate like a whole pear and I was saying to my friend, it's – I don't like it as much as – it's similar to an apple, but I don't like it as much as apple. Mm-hmm. And my friend said, well, it has a – it stays um, – uh, Mealy longer? <laughs> no. He was – I think he was trying to say the opposite or that it, it holds its consistency longer than apples do or something. I disagree. And I was like, but at what price glory? You know what I mean? It's not worth it. Right. Like ap- an apple will turn brown as you're eating it. Yeah. But I don't care. Right. I will still eat that do apple. Do you do the thing with the apples? I bet you don't. Where you t- hold, hold the stem and then twist the apple or vice versa and set, and go, go A, B, C, D. And then whatever you pull it out on is the first initial of the person that you will end up marrying? No. Because I feel like – I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Right. Because <laughs> if I get a letter a – letter, That's not – Yeah. That's not my wife's yeah. name. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? I have to start a whole new life. Yeah, you'd have to. Um, it's good. You don't even don't open that Pandora's that box. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's Pandora's can of worms. It's funny that I still think about doing that, but the problem and that has that's not a referendum on my relationship. It's just that I like. Uh, now, do you not do it, but you think about doing it? I would. I haven't had an apple in a long time. <laughs> Since really you've been in a relationship that. with Daniel? Exactly. His name starts with a D. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. No, uh, no I, I would still do it just to see in another universe. You don't have the guts. I feel like I would I think still you're do chicken. it. Here's the, here's, here's the flaw in that. 
You're never going to end up with like some with a T or something later in the alphabet. <laughs> that's, that's For that exactly reason, I would never right. give my kid a T name. You would have to – if you wanted to be fair about it, you'd have to do the alphabet at random. You'd have to put, do the alphabet on shuffle. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Yeah. You know? It is hard to do. That should yeah. be the new drunk test. I know. They should give you an apple and say, yeah, do go it with the random. alphabet mix it up. That's right. Gary, any thoughts on uh, fruit? Uh, I I would definitely rank them apple orange or apple pear orange, but the pear is. I agree with Paul. Pear is not a good shape. It's not a good hand fruit. Right, right. All right. It seems like it should be. Yeah, because it's got it's got the round bottom and everything. But when you're eating it, uh. but look, an apple, an apple can be tough sometimes. But somehow it's easier because there's not all that. It's not like getting its juice all over you like a pear is. No, it's tough to get started. You got to get that apple started. And yeah. it's like I worry about unhinging my mouth. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> Wait, those... do you mean your j- whole jaw popping off? Yeah. I like those wow. – like hurting myself in some way because I like those big green apples. Mm. Those are my favorite. Granny, Granny Smith? Smith? Granny Smith. I think so. Yeah. Smurda 666. When I walk places, I play air guitar riffs in time to my pacing. I don't do that. No. Gary? I do not. No, definitely not. Okay. I think that is a classic. That is just you. That is right. Lang Morgan. <laughs> when I step in dog shit, it's like I caught my girlfriend cheating on me. No matter how much I loved, the shoe's forever tainted. Oh. Um, I, have a, I have a lot of stuff like that. Really? Yes, where I can't put it out of my mind. I, I can't. I don't, I, like, I wouldn't throw those shoes away. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, would, I think that's what. Th- something like that, I would think about for a long time. Yeah. Isn't that what, what he or she is suggesting? I what think so. he? That, uh,. That uh, he throws the shoes out? I think so. Yeah. Shoe, yeah. Well, shoes forever tainted, so maybe he doesn't throw them out, but can never wear them again. Right, right. So they just sit in the closet or whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to think, gosh, I don't want to jinx it, but it's been a long time since I've stepped in dog shit. Me too. I would have that too, though. Or careful. even if I step in gum, mm-hmm. someone else's gum, and it's like, ugh, I will, I'll have to get rid of whatever it is. I have this thing... At the gym, it drives me crazy. First of all, people spit their gum in the cup holders of machines. At yes, the gym. that's so gross. Why are you doing people that? People spit gum. Men spit gum in urinals. Ugh. Like there's in all of these places, there are trash cans mm-hmm. in all of these places, and I'm sure you're very busy. <laughs> but make the time. Yeah. See if somehow fit it in <laughs> and spit it in a fucking trash can where it belongs. Like we're trying to have a society here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I see it at the gym. And it's like I can't – then I can't put – like if I wanted to put my sunglasses in there. No, you can't. It's like I can't because even if the gum has been scraped out of there, it's like that goes on my face. Yeah. I can't put anything uh-uh. – This touched oh, your mouth residue. Can't do it. Short girl. That is something like what her Short name is. Short2O. Short2O yeah. girl. Uh, I check the shower thoroughly for spiders before entering and shake out shoes, clothing before wearing. Uh, I don't always do that. However – We've had similar ones. That is a common thing. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, I have the thing where I'm like, is that a water droplet going down my back or a spider? Because once it was a spider have, after the shower. I have one pair of shoes um, that my wife once told me she saw a spider crawl into uh, that one of those shoes. And so I shake those shoes out every time before I wear them. But... Not any other pair of shoes. <laughs> just just that, yeah. For fear that uh, there's spider eggs there, or just I spider this memory. This was a long time ago, but yeah. I still like. I still feel like somehow that's the that's the shoes that attracted the spider. I don't think about it otherwise. Yeah. I don't think about it before putting on any other pair of shoes. I think that's why. It's not that I feel like my other shoes are immune to that. Right. <laughs> it's only that one pair of shoes. How did she like, tell oh, you? Right. She said, hey, shake – she said shake those shoes out before <laughs> oh. you put them on because I saw a spider crawl in there yesterday. Yeah. I, there or she, she even said, I think I saw a spider crawl in there. Ugh. I know. There's a lot of spiders in Los Angeles. There's a lot of spiders in my house. Yeah. Um, and there's uh, there are a couple daddy long legs that hang out yeah. near the front door. Yep. That's a weird spider name. Do you ever think about that? Yeah. It's a, it's a weird – it's very childlike mm-hmm. and childish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's And it's stuck. Yeah. It's like weird – things like that to me are weird medieval things that we still have like that right. were carried over from you know, England you know, 500 years ago or whatever. Puritans 500 years ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, 1600s, yeah. And I feel like that's – it's weird that we're still calling them that after all this time. It is. Gary, did you have a spider comment or just a comment? Uh, I dislike spiders too. 
for sure. Okay. Uh, and I definitely have the problem with them in my shower. And uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what it's I was news. thinking about? It's weird that when you a dead spider or a dead bug is usually all scrunched up mm-hmm. as opposed to like all stretched out. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone who's not watching, which is everyone, I am scrunching up and stretching out now. Yes. Picture in your minds. I wonder why that is. Because a, a human dead would mm-hmm. not be all scrunched up. It no. would be stretched out. Like be it's all weird. over the place. That's right. Just dangling yeah. with its long legs. Is it something you think a daddy long – you think it would just be sprawled. Yeah. I wonder if it's something to do with their weird skeletal system because they have exoskeletons, I think. Chitin or something. Yeah, they, Ugh, they have both. Worse. Right. Um, yeah, maybe, but it's, maybe it's also like a final, a final admission of defeat. Like, look, while I was on this earth, I was a pretty gross, scary thing. But now I won't take up any of your room. I'm sorry. Oh, it's dignity, you think? Yeah. It's sort of like, <laughs> you know what? I, if I, I, it's like you, it's like you have bested me. And now I will, uh, I will just become this withered right. little ball. Yeah. I will take my leave. Fearsome I'm in sorry. life. Fearsome in life. Timid in death. <laughs> Yeah, that must be it. I think you're right. Uh, Logan. <laughs> what else could it be? Logan keeps nine, 89. I think Dr. Phil is a cancer. He gives dumb housewives a false sense of knowledge about psychology and human behavior. Um, <laughs> it's pretty strong. Okay, I can go with <laughs> pretty that. Pretty strong. I, I don't. I don't watch Dr. Phil regularly. I find him odi- I find him annoying. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I go as far as say he's a cancer. No. But is, is, isn't his advice is all kind of common sensey stuff? Isn't it like? Uh, I don't know, Gary. Do you watch Doctor Phil? No, I don't. Um, I've seen parts of his show before, but I absolutely know nothing about this shit except for what my sign is, and I love that. I, I don't know anything about what my sign, you know, traditionally is. Oh! Gary, I'm going to stop you right there. Is that what? I'm going to stop what you right there. I don't think. He's oh. he's wondering about the astrological sign of Dr. Phil. I think he's oh, saying Dr. Phil is like cancer? a cancer. Yeah. I'm retarded. No, <laughs> that's very strange. I'm I'm very I'm very. I like it better your way. That that's what cancers do, though. Well, I yeah. See, okay, they so, give so housewives dumb advice. This goes to my point that I know absolutely nothing. So I just assumed that this was something that a cancer does, right, and right. that most people would understand that. Okay, sorry. That's okay. That added nothing. Wait, what is your sign? Sagittarius. Okay, and what are Sagittarius supposed to be? There you go, base jumpers. That's, that's the end of my. That's the end of my knowledge right there. Okay, all right, Baldy Locks. Whenever I leave the house, I slap my ass and thigh to make sure I have my wallet and cell phone. Uh, I think that's a standard man move. Yeah, I do absolutely. that stuff. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I do both thighs and my. I because right I usually wear a jacket. Like I am patting down. I'm patting myself down. Like I'm arresting myself. <laughs> Same here. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, here's something I'll admit that I've never mentioned before or even thought much of. Sometimes I slap my ass just because. I, it's, just, it's just a weird thing I've to noticed. Is yourself an attaboy? <laughs> yeah. It's just – I don't know. It's like just some – it's just a fidgety mannerism thing that I don't do in public. But it's like I'll just sometimes like – I don't around know. around the house or something? Yeah. I don't – I, I might have to pay have, attention Yeah. To have see. you always done this? I've been more aware of it in recent years. I'm going to have to see if it has to do with, like, maybe I'm bending over to get something and I stand up and someone. Ah! I don't Wait, know. what? I'm, I'm going to have to pay more attention to see what, if, if there's, like, certain times that right. I will slap my ass, for example. If I'm just, like, if I'm bending over to get something and on my way up, I'll slap my <laughs> Now, is it, is it a slap or is it a pat or is it? It's gentle. Hmm. Like, some people will must their hair. I'll just. Give myself a little slap on the. It's more like the hip, not really the ass. Like a gunslinger. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> like leather tuscadero. Uh, no. And pinky tuscadero, but no, leather tuscadero is the one that that did like a. Yeah. Like slapped her thighs and then did mm-hmm. finger guns at you. Yes, but who's pinky tuscadero? That was her older sister. Oh right. Okay. Did she? I think she said something though when she did that, didn't she? Or was it just probably. the? She probably did. It's kind of. It's like one of those. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know why I do it. Is it a sort of like, that's done? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, yeah. now what? <laughs> Here we go. Now what are we It's what getting we less weird as we go on. Thank you. Has anyone ever caught it's, you it's doing It's really not no. that weird when you actually do it. Because it doesn't, 
the way you describe it, it sounds like you're smacking yourself in the middle of the ass when you're really patting your hip. Yeah. Yeah. With incidental contact from the end of your fingers. I think right. I think it is a gesture of completion. Yeah. Yeah. And like moving on. Right. Yeah, That's I, think, I think I've done that before. Okay. Sure. I feel oh, now, that I, now that I think about it, I do it all the time. Yeah. It's not just you. Okay, good. I only do it on one side, though. That's weird. The same side every time? Yeah. Left. Oh, Are you no, left-handed? Maybe, no. Maybe I do it on the right. I'm really going to have to put them. I'm going to have to. Nanny cam. Report <laughs> back. That's right. <laughs> paranormal activity. Have Daniel take notes. <laughs> I will. All right. Ruslan S. When I'm almost home and a song I love comes on my iPod, I drive around the neighborhood for four more minutes to finish it. I've done that. I don't do that. I have done that. I mean, I've I could see doing it, but I don't. Hmm. But you, Driveway? Will you sit in the sit in park for a little bit before you go in the house? No, I just, I mean, maybe. You know what? Honestly, I feel like I spend extra time in my car trying to, like, turn off my iPod. Right. Or the, the It's actually on my phone, but trying yes. to turn it off and make sure it's all turned off. Because for some reason, I cannot just put my phone in my purse and walk in with whatever it was that I was listening to still blaring. I see. I, I don't see. know why. Right. Um, but... I will – I'm trying to think if I'll let this – no, I'll usually just think I'll enjoy the end of this song later. There you go. Yeah. You guys? Uh, I don't drive around, but I've definitely sat in my parking spot or driveway before. Hmm. All righty. Um, well, gosh. I think we are pretty much out of time. Thank you so much. It flew by. Thank you I know, so much, Allison. It was but my pleasure to be what, here. What uh, – where can people find you, and what should they be abreast of? Because you host you host the Pod F Tomcast. That is true. And then you also do regularly other podcasts. Yes, the Thrilling Adventure yes. Hour. Yes, yes, and, yes. Yeah. So what are what are all your podcasts? Here's all my podcasts. Uh, the Pod F Tomcast, which is uh, mine, which is a crazy sort of theater of the mind kind of thing. It's uh, sketches and these rambling stream of consciousness monologues. There's a Thrilling Adventure Hour, which is a uh, staged uh, fake radio show. Um, and I am a regular in this segment of it called Beyond Belief, which is uh, myself and Paget Brewster as um, this sort of uh, drunk, thin man type couple that mm-hmm. uh, are also uh, – they deal with the supernatural. Um, and then there's another one that I do uh, called the Dead Authors Podcast, which is um, a, a, a benefit show that we do at, uh, at UCB here in Los Angeles. Um, and it's me as H.G. Wells, and I have transported authors from the past to the present to interview them. Um, and it's to spread awareness of uh, 826 LA, which is a great mentoring and tutoring program. Right. Yeah. Nice. And uh, is there a TV thing that people should be aware of or look out for? Or I thought I saw something on your website, but maybe it was. No, that old. that did not uh, that did not get picked up by the network. But um, we'll Those see what jerks. happens. Yes, but there I have many irons in the fire, so hopefully there'll be something else very All soon. All right, and we can follow you on Twitter at PF Tompkins and your website uh, PaulFTompkins.com. Excellent. Tumblr, Facebook, all of that stuff. Right. Yay. And you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. You can email the show, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F at AdamCarolla.com. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And you can go to my website, AllisonRosen.com. Um, and if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, um, why not click the banner on my website and that will help out the show. And that would be delightful. And I love you guys. Um, and uh, have a good week. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.